Good evening, everyone. I'd like to call the uh, zoning subcommittee meeting for uh, March 22nd, 2023 to order, um, Wednesday. Uh, Agnes, please call the roll. Ballot here. 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 Nia Costello. Paulus. Lopez. Here. Zagorowski. Here. Libri. Here. Okay. Uh, in compliance with the uh, open meeting law, uh, this meeting is um, both being audio and video recorded. Is anyone else in the audience either audio or video recording? If so, please state your name and the reason for recording. Okay, uh, Councilor Lopez is uh, uh, remote, excuse me. And also, uh, I want to mention who's here. There's uh, Chris from IT. We also have uh, Councilor Krampus, Councilor Flam, Councilor Dobes. Um, Mary Beth is on the committee. And we also have Agnes from the office. Okay. All right. I don't think anybody said that they were audio or video recording. Seeing or hearing none, we'll move on. Okay, some housekeeping procedures. Um, we have a couple of issues tonight. Um, when speaking, public input comments. Please address the chair. Please state your name and address when speaking. Uh, we're going to limit the input to three minutes, and uh, it's going to be timed. So you're just going to have one time tonight to speak. And uh, there will be no discussions on collective bargaining issues, personalities, or personal attacks. Okay. I think we're ready to go. Okay. All right. Okay. Item number one. Uh, this is an application for a home occupation license for the purpose of banking business. Uh, the applicant is Susan Gendron, um, 82 9th Avenue, Chickpea, Mass, 01020. Is Susan here? Okay, Susan, could you uh, approach the microphone, please? State your name and your address and uh, what your proposal is for this evening, please. Thank you, Council Flam. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, uh, let me just read the um, the reports, departmental reports, um, and then uh, we're going to ask. Well, first of all, are there any neighbors? here or uh, butters that might have some questions or concerns about this particular business or activity. Buddy on Zoom. Okay, um, I'm going to read uh, into the record the reports that we have and uh, then we'll have some discussion. Okay. Um, let's see, engineering comments, uh, application for a home occupation license, uh, no engineering comments. Okay, Department of Planning and Development. Starting the home occupation license review for 80, 82 9th Avenue. Uh, Councilor Ballack here. Applicant is requesting a home occupation license. Property is owned residential A. Home occupation use in this district may be granted through a special permit by the City Council under Chapter 275, Section 52, Subsection B11. Planning recommends that the special permit and home occupation license be approved 
on the condition that building department, fire department, health departments inspect the premises and improve. Let's see, we have. Uh, this is um, from the fire department. It said that they will schedule an inspection. I think that looks like all we have in the file. Okay. Um, before I open it up to the uh, counselors, I just have a couple quick questions, ma'am. Um, do you have experience uh, in doing this, or is this your first time in trying this? My first time with an organized business. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. And. Um, this would this would be open every every day or, or how would you be selling your goods? Mostly online or through text or, or phone and you know. Okay. And I might deliver on occasion too, but. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay, uh, counselors, uh, Councilor Bree, go ahead. Yes, uh, you're not going to have. Uh, delivery trucks picking up stuff and bringing them to uh, other uh, retail outlets. No, no. With the license I'm applying for, I wouldn't be allowed to even sell to other. You'll do all the deliveries, mm -hmm. or somebody yep, will pick just up and stuff. You don't anticipate a lot of traffic. Uh, no, no. Thank you. Okay. All right. I'll say, Councilor. Okay. Um, any other 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 counselors have questions? Uh, go ahead. Hey, right, Councilor. Could you please speak into the mic, whoever's speaking? That's me. Um, oh, yes, Councilor, go ahead. You don't anticipate high-level traffic at this point. No, and it would be mostly pickup, and I don't really anticipate more than maybe four to six orders a week, so that, okay. you know, something like that. It would be pickup during the times that I designate, and it would be during the day, hour type thing, and maybe just pickups would be maybe two days a week. Um, in regards to Mr. Balakir's review, we have one comment from the fire department. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Do you have any questions on what the fire department said? Um, no. I just wondered if I reach out to them or would they be contacting me for a time for an inspection? Um, okay. They'll, they'll, they'll contact you, ma'am. And, and the health department and the building department, too? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. You anticipate any other departments other than building, health, and fire? No? Um, I just want to make sure before you leave here, you know exactly what's what's, what's happening. Right. <laughs> no, I, I at least I don't counselor not okay. at this point. I think those are the big three. Okay. Yep. All right. right. Thank you. Okay. Any other counselors? Go ahead, Councilor Flynn. Yeah, I'd like to see. Uh, this is up in Fairview in the neighborhood, and uh, I'd like to. Um, you're going to make the appointments for pickup, and, uh, and I'd like to make it uh, part of the the license to have it between the hours of eight and five, not late, not early morning, uh, and she can guide her people at that time. Right. That that makes sense. If it for the board. Now, as far as eight to five, would that be seven days a week? Well, is that you, okay? I rather see Monday through Friday, their normal business day. But right. if she needs, well, here's the issue: if she's doing something for a wedding or something, they want to pick up or something. I have no problems because it's you said four or five times a week. Um, that eight to five, one person pulling her house on a Saturday or Sunday is not going to make a big thing because that's going to be probably part of her business. Right, is for weddings or stuff like that early morning. So that's why I put eight to five and not early morning or late night to do it. That's okay. what I would like to see the board do. Would All you right. would you mind at eight to five 
seven days a week in case you've got a Saturday or Sunday delivery. Yeah, and like I said, it might be four to six orders a week, but it might be um, picking up only two days a week. Most events are on weekends, so most people right. want to pick up Friday, Saturday. Seven days yeah. a week. So seven days a week, and that's not living, and they're not all working after or outside the hours of eight to five, Monday through Friday. So right. you can't restrict your business, like right, right. So we're not trying to over restrict. Right, Councilor Flamey. Yeah, well, I actually know someone that asked me that question, so that's why I'm bringing it up. And I think I think it's fair, you know, eight to five. There's plenty of time Monday through Friday, seven, um, seven days a week. Okay. Thank you. Fair Anybody enough. else have any questions or concerns? Anybody on Zoom, questions or concerns? Oh, Council Lopez, I think you have your hand up. Go ahead. I do, thank you. Um, I just want to ask the uh, applicant, is eight to five too restrictive just because thinking about uh, home-based businesses and the type of business baking, for example, like those of us who work nine to five or eight to five, um, if we needed to pick up an order after work, you know, that's restrictive. There's no way that someone who's like a professional that needs to go pick something up can go do that after work with those hours. So is that too restrictive for the applicant? Does she need something like eight, eight to seven or six to seven? I mean, if it's only four to six orders a week, I, I really don't see the need to do, to be over restrictive on the time. Um, and we also are able to pull back any permits if we ever needed to, if it became an issue. But I, I, I try to lean away from us over restricting from the beginning. So, so through the chair, if Mr. possible, chair. can we have the applicant uh, answer if, if she would need more hours than that? Okay. Um, uh, Ma'am, uh, what's your thinking there? Well, she raises a good point for people that are working. It would be hard for them to be able to pick up, you know, get there by five. Uh, okay, because I, I know the other question, of course, was a concern about traffic. So, of course, would something like eight to eight probably be a little bit better potentially? So this way here, there wouldn't yeah. be, say, extra traffic after hours, and maybe mm -hmm. other neighbors might be concerned. Is that something that might be a possibility? Yeah, even even seven is fine. Um, I think most people, if they're working, could okay. arrange to have someone at least pick up by seven. Okay, all right, by seven. Mr. Chairman, we have to keep in mind, this is in a neighborhood. So we got to be careful. This is not a business. You know, these are in people's neighborhoods. You know, and then some people, you know, I don't mind doing one day a week or something. I just want to be cautious when we give these occupancy because we have issues and daycare is already coming real early in the morning and then come picking up late because they're doing, the, you know, the after school. We've got to be careful when uh, this is not on the main street. These are in people's backyards. No, I understand. So please I, I, be I, considerate of them, too. I did take, you're right, that's something to be cautious about. I did take a drive out there this afternoon. I went to full length of the street. It is a dead end street. Yeah. I don't mind, you know, maybe one or two days, but not the full. I don't, I don't believe we should do the whole week. Uh, and that's up to you, but I'm just saying well, um, that, I, that was the concern of the neighbors okay, that I've because, talked to. Because I know that we also, we have the flexibility also, if Correct. we do have some issues that we can call the license back in and we can say, let's let's temper it maybe to a couple of days a week because some of the neighbors are concerned there is that possibility uh, go ahead Councilor. No, we don't restrict people on having friends over their house so you have control over when people pick it up so i'm i have a feeling you've already figured out you're not going to schedule six people for five o'clock or three o'clock you're going to be one here one there one here so there is no traffic issue when you have control over when they pick it up so you have one car at a time and the next hour another car. So no different than people traveling the street or coming over to visit. So again, as like I said before, people work for a living and they can't make it between eight and five. And even, you know, the day of the week, there's no reason we can't let you manage it appropriately so your neighbors are happy. 
and you get to do your business. And then again, if there's an issue, they can show up here and talk about it and we can revisit that permit. But right. you can control that flow and you're gonna be, I'm sure you like your neighbors and they like you, so you're gonna do, right? But you can manage that so there's no problems. And, and I think you would. It's restricting the days. I would hate to have someone say, you know, want to place an order and say, can I pick up on Tuesday? And I had, I would have to say no because I, exactly. the town doesn't allow pickup no. on Tuesday. We'll give oh. you the chance to do it, right? And if you don't, then we can take care of it through the permit. So. All right, thank you. So it, it, it seems that there's, there's a sentiment here that I think probably the fair and equitable thing would be to try potentially, say, for example, if it's the will of the committee, eight to seven, seven days of the week, and, and we'll see how it works. And then if we have some issues, um, uh, we, we would call you in, uh, Susan, and then we would say, well, we've had X, Y, and Z, hypothetically speaking, and then we would just have to temper it. Uh, can we add no more than two order pickups per hour? Um, that, just to help Frank feel out. a little better? Usually, well, it's not me, it's the neighbors well, that brought it up people to you me. represent, so I want yeah, to respect well, you for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, I, I think to be somewhat fair, if this lady is just starting out with her business, why, why don't we just err on the side of caution in terms of flexibility, give her a little more leeway at this point, and uh, rather than to be so restrictive, if, say, again, if someone has an issue and two or three people come at the same time, then she can't, she can't and, and because if there's restrictive. Right. So in their quick transactions, right? Yeah. Yeah. Normally so. <laughs> you give people a window like four to six or three to six, but you they, you yeah. don't know exactly when they're going right. to. So it okay. could be two at a time. All right. right. Fast. So if it's, if it's the will of the committee, why don't we do this? Motion to approve, subject to the conditions of the building department, fire department, health department uh, being met with the hours um, eight to seven, seven days a week. Right. Does that sound good to you? It does. It does. It's okay. reasonable. And, and yes, very yeah. reasonable. And I, okay. Mr. Chairman, is that reasonable to you? Council has to test all of the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. George. Mr. Chairman. Yeah, I agree with Councilor Lopez. Is you know it, it is restricted, so I have no problems with a couple hours at you know after five. But you know it's you know when it gets dark, people are watching. You know, it, not right now. It's getting lighter out, but right. I, and as it was mentioned by Councilor Lopez, you made a good point. Is we can always call it back in. So I have no problem. And I'll, you know, and people I know there because I know people in the whole area. Uh, two of them had called me. They just had concern about it. You know, will it be nights? And and uh, as Councilor, you know, Cushane um, uh, said, you know, people come and visit everybody every time. But you just want to caution when you if the business gets bigger. You know what I'm saying? So, and I hope it does a little right. bit, but and you can live within yeah. it. I'm not trying to discourage your business. It's, it's only so, I agree so, with only so much volume I can do. If, so I, it shouldn't get you crazy. Uh, uh, eight to seven is yeah, fine. Eight to seven, and uh, if she's just starting out, let, let's give her an opportunity because we want to yep. be business friendly if we can be in the city and uh, give her an opportunity. Okay. Thank All you. All right. Uh, you're welcome. So uh, before I write this up, Agnes, um, why don't you take the roll, please? Malakir? Yes. Kushane? Yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Zagorowski? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Okay, just give me a minute to write this up, please. <clears throat> Mr. Chairman, can we also add in there that um, all the um, department has to be um, approved prior yes. to the license being given? I did mention motion motion to approve subject to the conditions of the okay, building I'm department, sorry. fire Thank department, you. health department being met in the hours. Okay. 
Yep, no, you're welcome. Let me just write this. Part of my hearing. Uh, Mr. Um, Bellick here, I just want to make sure that I'm clearly aware of what the are, eight to seven, seven days a week. Mm -hmm. All right. Yes. And if you have any questions. Yes, Councilor, and I will read this before, finally, after everybody signs off. Because um, it does get a little confusing, you know, 8 to 8, 8 to 6. So we landed on 8 to 7. Right? 8 to 7, okay. yeah. Seven days a week. Twenty-nine days every other well, every February. Yeah. Been practicing a lot. You can have an online then. Facebook page and start with Facebook. Already have it. We could have a cookie cut. Always looking for testers. Okay. Neighbors have volunteered. Hope you never have to. I had ship ten dozen to North Carolina. Cried back and it was insane. Mass doesn't allow me to chip, unfortunately. <laughs> nope. Easiers. Used to signing. I was just trying to answer. wrong too, or no, Fred spelled the wrong thing. I try to be Oh, thank you. If you spell it, if you say it wrong, you'll spell it right. Yeah. Hey, Dan, thank you very much. It took me two years. You need me to spell it out loud? <laughs> All right, so the motion on the floor was to approve subject to the conditions of the billing department, fire department, and health department being met. Hours of business, uh, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., seven days a week. And uh, the, this uh, subcommittee voted unanimously. And this will go before the full board of uh, councilors, I believe, on April 4th, our <coughs> next uh, city council meeting. All right? Mm -hmm. Thank you very much for attending, and uh, have a good evening. Thank you. You too. Yes, yeah, I, I did get that. Okay. All right, that's item number one. See, I'm going to take that back, Bob. I'm going to read that. Okay. All right. Item number two on uh, tonight's agenda is his own change application to apply the mill conversion and commercial center overlay district. 
33,130 plus or minus square feet of property located at 105 East Street for the purpose of allowing for future construction of a residential development to be located at the above reference property. Applicant is PREM LLC, Co of Dennis Patel, 36 Yarmouth Drive, Agawam, Mass. 01001. Now the applicant has um, is not going to be here tonight. They had uh, sent a letter in for request for continuance, and I'm going to read this into the record. Um, this is a request for continuance proposed zoning map amendment 105 E Street, Chickpea, Massachusetts 01020. Parcel ID 0149-00007, RLA project file number 220609. This is dated March 17th, 2023. Dear President Laflamme and City Council members, on behalf of the applicant and property owner, PREM LLC Co of Mr. Dennis Patel, our office is herein requesting that the City of Chicopee Zoning Committee continue the public hearing scheduled for Wednesday evening, March 22nd, 2023 for the above reference property. We are hereby requesting to be placed on the next available City of Chicopee Zoning Committee meeting agenda. Should you have any questions or comments regarding this request, Please do not hesitate to contact our office at your earliest convenience. Thank you for your time. Sincerely, our Levesque Associates, Alexander Sarechi, permitting project manager. Okay, so I want to read that into the record. So, uh, that being said, um, I just have one other report to read into the record for tonight. And as I referenced, um, the applicant is not here tonight, um, but we are going to still allow any neighbors or any counselors to um, still uh, speak their uh, comments. We are going to restrict that to three minutes, so we won't be here until 11 o'clock tonight. And there will be continuance on this um, uh, until uh, the April 26th meeting. Um, it's my understanding what uh, was mentioned to me was that the um, our Levesque associates uh, working with the applicant. Uh, there's some uh, additional modifications to the project. So uh, they have uh, requested a continuance and uh, with circumstances like this, based on the past, uh, we allow a continuance and uh, we'll have uh, a full-blown meeting uh, next month on the 26th. So I'm just going to read one other report um, here. This is a planning board recommendation, application of mill conversion, commercial center overlay district 105 East Street file 22-3002. This reads as follows. The uh, Chicopee Planning Board held a public hearing on Thursday, February 2nd, 2023. The purpose of the hearing was to consider the application of the mill conversion and commercial center overlay district to 33,130 plus or minus square feet of property at 105 East Street, map 
parcel 00007 to allow for construction of a residential development with associated site improvements. The applicant is PREM LLC, Cove Dennis Patel. The applicant's address is 36 Yarmouth Drive, applicant, excuse me, Agawam, Mass, 01001. The recommendation from the planning board was the approval. There were three individuals that voted for a favorable recommendation. There was one individual voting for a negative recommendation. And uh, therefore, uh, because it was three to one, it was uh, recommended by the planning board recommendation. Okay. So um, what we're gonna do is, I, I'm not sure um, if there are any abutters uh, with this particular property of, uh, again, 105 East Street. And if there are any abutters out in the audience, are there any abutters here that have some questions or comments? Okay. So what we're gonna allow, again, is we're gonna have a three minute time, time limit, but you can come to the microphone. Please state your name and address and your concerns. And again, uh, in the interest of uh, fairness we're gonna and brevity, we're gonna allow just three minutes, okay? So whoever wants to come up first to the microphone, uh, you can come up and uh, you can speak for three minutes. Again, uh, mention uh, your name and address, please, for the record, and uh, what, what's on your mind. And again, um, uh, let's um, be fair to the project and uh, let's be uh, decent with our comments as well. All right? Okay. And again, if something is repetitious or, or if it's duplicated, uh, we're not going to really give you much of a chance to say anything because we're looking for uh, new information that uh, is relevant to the project and or your concerns. Okay, so whoever wants to come up first, go ahead, sir. Again, please state your name and address and um, go ahead, sir, and uh, what's, what's on your mind. Go Lou ahead. Suzor, 55 Polar Street. Okay. Uh, right on the side of uh, okay. property. Um, but the concerns for my family is, um, we don't care what kind of housing is there at all, low income. Uh, but uh, one man said that we're concerned about parking. Um, there's, I mean, public streets are public streets. Anybody can park on them. But anytime you drive down Fuller Street, any time of day or night, it's full from one end to the other. There's nowhere to park. Um, as long as they have my record, I just feel that as long as they have enough parking for the amount of units they want to put in. And also, if, we'd like to see on my street most of the people that i spoke to we'd like to see a fence on the street mm -hmm. with the property being uh, done we'd like to see the driveway in and the driveway out on east street that way people don't go all the way down maple street and linden street to go in and, and same thing they don't go all the way down east street Avenue, and fuller street to go mm -hmm. in and out all day long that's a lot of traffic mm -hmm. okay all right. Okay. Uh, thank you. Uh, any other any other thoughts for, at this point? No. Okay. Because again, it's, thank you for coming. As I stated, um, we're going to have a full um, meeting next month, and um, the again the developer asked for some uh, additional time because it's my understanding they're going to be making some modifications of the plans, and uh, hopefully with the understanding that they're going to take care of the neighborhood. Okay. Okay. Appreciate it. Thank All you. right. Thank you, sir. Okay. Uh, who's up next, please? Okay, 
Again, sir, state your name, name and address, and um, what, what your uh, thinking is, please. Yeah, Donald Jagir, about our 87 East Street. Okay. So on the parking thing, if I don't know a lot about this project. I haven't seen a plan. I understand, though, it's 24 units. These days, that's two cars per unit. Nobody has just one car anymore, 48 parking spots. I don't see how they're going to fit 24 units and all those parking spots in that area. I'd be concerned about off-street parking, and I'd be concerned about drainage. Mm -hmm. And my other question is, if everything around that, because I know Teddy Bear Pools, the funeral home is um, probably zoned business, but everything else around that is residential B or C. So... I don't know why this area wouldn't be zoned B or C, just like the rest of the area. If it's going to go from um, <clears throat> business, it should go to residential B or C. That's what I think, that it shouldn't be allowed to go to um, this 24 unit in that area. It's just going to bring a lot of traffic, a lot of headache in that area. Mm -hmm. Okay. All okay. right. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank, okay. thank you for coming. Thank you. All right. Thank you. I'm sorry. I would like to see a plan of what it looks like on paper which probably would have been here if they were here. At Correct. least if I had that to look at, I'd know. So I'm just speaking off of what I think it's going to look like, okay? Right. Yeah. No, no, right. I, I understand because yeah. if you just hold on one second, please. Yeah. Uh, our Levesque has come before us in the past, and they mm -hmm. have uh, usually very good renderings, and they explain things. Uh, so you, you will have that opportunity, and they will come prepared. Because okay. that's one yeah. of the things that we, we – um, Ask them to be prepared as possible, so there's a meeting of the minds between what they're coming, what they're proposing, and in turn what the neighbors and the butters should be looking for. Right? You know, and a unit that size is going to have dumpsters, recyclable, this and that, so they got to have an area for that. And mm -hmm. I mean, you know, a lot of big complexes like that really need to be maintained Absolutely. as landlords and not let Absolutely. go. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank All you. Right. Is there another uh, person? Go ahead, sir. Please make your way up. My name is Gordon Bissett, 26 East Street Ave. Mm -hmm. The biggest concern and on that street is when you go around a corner, the snow is so bad in the winter, mm -hmm. not, they close it in more and more for no parking. They can't park when there's too much snow. And they're building this, and they're building all this, and they start trying to park on the side street. The fire truck can't get down around the bend. It's too narrow. They have problems in the past of trying to get down that street, okay. the fire trucks and that. There's a couple of incidents where they couldn't even get down it. You know, even with the um, the building that burned down, they went to go down it. They couldn't get down. They had to run the holes from one end of the street way down to the other end of the street to put the fire out, but they couldn't get down that street. That's the main concern. I'm worried about the snow and parking in that street area around the bend. Right. That's it. Okay. All right. Again, thank you for coming. And um, our Levesque is going to be here next month for the meeting. And uh, so hopefully all these issues will be addressed. Hope it okay? works out. All right. Sure. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. Thank you. Anybody else in the audience? Okay. Anybody on Zoom? Okay. No, I no, I was going to have Fred come up, but I was. <laughs> All right. <laughs> going to make me go back to my AV days, huh? Lifted, not raising.
Good evening. I'm Fred Krampus, Ward 5 City Councilor. I appreciate uh, some of the residents coming out uh, tonight. Um, I've received uh, calls and emails from uh, residents concerned about the number of apartments that are going to be on that property uh, and about uh, access in and out of the property. One of the things that I had concerns about was uh, access off of Fuller if they were going to put in a, an entranceway because if you navigate down East Street Avenue and then try to turn onto Fuller, that's pretty tight. So uh, in the conceptual design, it looked like there was going to be no entrance off of Fuller, but I know we need to wait until we actually get uh, some more developed uh, uh, plans, uh, as was mentioned about uh, uh, drainage and that, uh, and then how to get in, in and out of the property. Uh, so those were you know, many of the concerns that, that I've received. Uh, unfortunately, I did not bring the uh, email for uh, Mr. Levesque, but uh, what I'll do is uh, for the folks that are here, if you can give me your name and phone number and your address, and pass along contact info uh, to you because um, when Arlevec did reach out to me, I did you know say that I would pass the information on to, to my constituents so that you know if they had concerns or ideas, uh, they could you know uh, mention that to them so that prior to the meeting you know some of the stuff could be worked out. So uh, I'll, I'll be happy to, to stay after the meeting and if you can find my piece of paper and just you know let me know your name and address, I can pass on that, that information. Um, it's the, pro the property is currently zoned uh, uh, commercial A, which does allow a business component. And this part of the process is to uh, allow a residential component to, to go onto that uh, uh, property. So that's kind of where we are now, but uh, I'm hoping that uh, Arlovec will uh, you know, be able to make some modifications to the, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the uh, yeah. concept plan that they presented because I think that caught a lot of people off guard with uh, a proposal of up to, to 24 units. So I hope the uh, committee will keep that in mind and then keep that in mind during your uh, April 26th uh, meeting. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, counselors, other counselors? Uh, go, go ahead. Go ahead, Gary. Ma'am, please state your name and your address, please. Rachel and Lindsay, 18 Hamilton Street, which is kind of diagonally across from the corner we're talking about. Okay. Um, Hamilton is a pretty narrow street. There's parking allowed on one side of the street, which several young families have moved in and are parking on the street. Um, so there's only one lane of travel on the street. That street is used as a connector from Broadway to East Street and vice versa. Um, it's a very busy street already. The fire department uses it to go back to the, the police station, the fire station, safety complex. Um, the ladder truck, the new one in particular, comes down our street quite often. Um, I'm concerned about safety if we add up to possibly 48 cars. I think it's a serious issue. Also, um, that corner is a major bus stop for the school children, morning and night. A um, lot of parents standing on the corners, kids bouncing around on the corners. Um, it's a dangerous spot. We just uh -huh. got a, a crosswalk put in a couple of years ago after quite a bit of fighting. It, it's a tough spot. Um, and I'm concerned. I can't get out of my driveway now, so I don't know what it would be like. But um, so safety issues and traffic issues. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Okay. Um, I'll set with people out here, butters, neighbors. Okay.
Council Dombes, go ahead. Oh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. I'll be, I'll be, uh, I'll be brief. Uh, I have four questions. If I could ask uh, through you to the attorney, if that's okay. Sure. Um, to our attorney, uh, how much can the city council restrict this type of zone change? I'm still confused on the mill conversion. Uh, from my understanding, we can restrict the number of units. Is that is that correct? Right. So <clears throat> let me kind of give a little bit of background. This is actually a two-step process. Step number one is where we are right now, and that's the determination of whether or not you want to actually impose the mill conversion district on this particular piece of property. So that's just the general question. Is it the appropriate to place a mill conversion on this piece of property? And really all that means is this is currently a business zone property. The mill conversion overlay allows residential development on that piece. So that's what we're dealing with tonight. If this mill overlay is approved, there is a second more substantial process that happens, which is a special permit process. Again, that's a process that's controlled and voted on by the city council. At that step, typically the developers come in with much more detailed plans. So what I expect to hear from Levesque at the next meeting is kind of a conceptual plan, which kind of gives you an idea. These are where the houses are going to be. This is where the entrance is going to be, the exit, where the snow removal is going to be, the dumpster, those types of things, just a conceptual plan of what they think is can go on to the property. The second part, which is more detailed, again, gives plans. So they give specific plans that we see and look at. At that particular juncture, which is the special permit process, the council has full discretion to impose whatever conditions it feels is appropriate. So for example, if the plans that they've submitted to us shows 24, prop, 24 residences, the council can look at it, consider traffic, consider congestion, density, they can at that point reduce the number that they would allow, the number of residents they would allow in that particular piece of property. So again, yes, at some point in the process, the council can do that. This particular step was is the preliminary step, no. Step number two, which is special permit, which again is controlled by the city council, that's the step at which time they can impose reasonable uh, restrictions and conditions. Go ahead. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, thank you our, to our attorney, Dan Garvey. Thank you. Um, so just that we approve the mill conversion zone change uh, and this applicant wanted to do like a, a bait and switch, right? And they wanted to put, um, you know, a business here or something like that. Um, do, do they, would, that. would the city council be able to deny that through the special permit process? Right. So if they tried to give plans other than what was approved, we could deny the special permit. Now, the overlay allows them to put residential buildings on that property. If they choose to go that route, we do have the, the special permit process, which allows us to place restrictions. The overlay district does not forbid them from going back to the original underlying zoning. So they could, without approval of the council, they could put a commercial property, a commercial use in there, so long as it complies with our zoning ordinances. So it's kind of a tricky question. Can they put residential housing out there without getting a special permit? No. Can they go back to the underlying designation and put something in there that's allowed by right? Yes. Okay, thank you. I'm, I'm asking that question because our ordinance says that it, this basically allows, like, like it could allow unrestricted buildings as long as we approve the special permit. If, if you allow the special permit, you do, the, they have to come to us and the council is the one that decides density. Okay. Number of units, where the trash bins go. It's more of a SPRAC review, but we do have that power to 
to impose conditions at, a, at, the, at the special permit process. Is the main reason for this type of zone change, is it mainly grants or? Um... Nope, the, the purpose is to allow them to construct residential buildings or properties on an otherwise commercial piece of property. Commercial piece of property. That's, that's the purpose. The purpose is to allow a use that's not allowed under our current zoning ordinance, which is residential. Thank you. And my last question, from my understanding, uh, the city council's concerned, if we approve a milk conversion right now, they have one year to start construction. The city council is considering expanding that to three years. Uh, if we vote on that prior to this getting approved, would they have a three year, would they have three years rather than the one year? No, it's the, it's still the one year until, until we approve the three year. There's discussions about that, but we haven't made any. Formal so if request. we approve them right now, and then afterwards we have extended to three years. Would they have one year? Or That's three not years? retroactive. No, it's only future projects. So they'd have to reapply to get the three years. Exactly. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm all set. Thank you. All set. Okay. Councilor Flam. Yeah. To our attorney. Uh, so Dan, um, in the way I look at it is the um, going this way with the, for the special permit is the best way to go. We have better control. Uh, one being is if it's the commercial one, if they go back to say commercial, they could put anything in there. There's a lot of things that could be worse that we cannot even control. We have no say. They could go and put something and have 25 more cars and have 50 cars. And my, my point being is where at least with this, it not only goes through the SPRAC review, which I believe it goes through the SPRAC review, Correct. but we have full control. So when we get those prints in front of us, we're going to be able to say, well, and I, I'm repeating myself here, 24, which I like the idea of, uh, going that way where we have full control as it was mentioned we have nothing to look at but we're going to be looking at that and saying we heard the resonance this is what we're going to offer you if you don't like it it's not going to work out he can then turn back and go back to where to uh commercial correct correct and so to me i, I just i try to weigh and at least give the opportunity and i mentioned talking to someone earlier is let's see the plans because uh, you know i heard 24 i heard 18 I heard less than that. So we don't know what it is. It might work out for them better than having a business in there that might be open from six to nine at night. So it's just something we should look at. You know, I, I'm for the mill conversion because it gives us more control in what we see and what we can do versus the other way. Am I correct? It gives us more control to a point. To a point, and, yes. and what I mean, and I know there's always something, but at least we, we're going to see the plan and we don't have to approve those plans. Correct. And the only bad thing about that after that, he goes back to the commercial. Correct. So it gives us something to say yes. And, and again, the SPRAC review, as you, we all know, is all departments being involved, the fire department, the police department, all of them involved where they come with their answers of what we pay them to do to tell us, you know, will this be safe for the neighborhood or will it not? And taking all into effect what the neighborhood said. So, well, it's in the conditions, correct. Thank you. Okay, also Councilor Flam? Yep. Okay. Um, well, Councilor Bree, then, sorry, he had his hand up first. Yeah, no, I, I'm glad uh, Councilor Flam brought that up because uh, right now they could put a commercial, I'm not gonna mention names, but commercial co coffee house there with a lot of traffic in and out of there, uh, you know, and we want to have control. So uh, the over, what I hear about the overlay district gives us uh, control with this BRAC review and whatever. I just want to reiterate that, that I know, you know, there are certain businesses that, you know, looking at the side streets here, it, that should not go there. 
know, the furniture store or if that, if whatever it was before that was pretty, yeah, the temple, yeah, right. But at one time, I think it was a furniture store, and there was very low traffic, so people got used to that, and all of a sudden, something could go up there and really, you know, that's all I wanted to say. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thank you. All set? Okay. Fred, go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to quickly uh, request, I know there was talk about uh, if it is uh, postponed to the April 26th meeting, that there may not necessarily be a reason for notification or, or mailings. And I would like to request uh, that the notices be remailed for that date because I had quite a few people contact me and I said, well, it's probably going to be the 26th, but you know, rather than me trying to you know spread the word, I think if another mailing goes out with the correct date, I think that's the, the proper way to do it, to you know, have some transparency with it so that people are notified officially Mm -hmm. uh, rather than it falling through the cracks of relying on some folks to <laughs> pass the word. So Agnes is on it already. Okay. No, Thank no you. you're right, Councillor. No, that's 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 we want to be as transparent as possible. And, and the so. only other thing I was going to add was actually many of the comments that I received uh, was a lot of folks thought maybe like some duplexes on that property might be a good fit, but obviously from our discussions, as uh, Councillor Flam brought up about the the special permit. That's something that we can look at, but I just wanted to pass that was, you know, that came up a few times during discussions about what, you know, would be appropriate to go on there. So thank you very much. Okay. Right there. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Second time. Just, just this one right, time, please. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Quick then course. your name and address, sir. Oh yeah. Don Jagir, Butter, 87 East Street. Okay. Just have a question. I don't understand the process. If they're going, I know it's zone business, if they want his own residential, why wouldn't we do the 200 yard outlay and then have it meet those same requirements as everything in that area versus the special permit? I, I just like, is there a difference why they're going for the special permit versus just going for residential and then conforming to the outlays, the outbacks, the setbacks and everything of the area? I'm just curious on that. Right. I think that's an interesting question, but based on what has been said through council and other counselors, the special permit gives us much more control as to what could be put there. And um, if there's some issues, we can always call them in. So there's much better control by having the special permit. Okay. But if it was zone residential C, I'm assuming the area C, just by all the houses, wouldn't you have the control through all the setbacks and everything of residential C? Well, just asking. No, I, I yeah. think I think any way we will have control, yeah. okay, but the special permit seems to be the route. Unfortunately, our planner is not here right now to get into the real specifics of all the zoning of what, what it is. So that's that's my understanding uh, that the special permit is the best to go. Okay. Go, go ahead, excuse me, Councillor. Go I think ahead. I can answer, correct me if I'm wrong. So the overlay is a spot zoning. Yeah. It's we're giving them the opportunity to put residential in a business zone. But if we change the zoning, then it's going to be a lot more cumbersome for everybody's going to be doing everything because it's going to be different. It's going to match everything. So it's almost like a spot zone. This overlay allows us to allow them to put up a, re a residential. Right. If we deny it, then just put a business and it's going to be a bigger nightmare. So we'll give them the opportunity to come to us with something decent for the neighborhood as residential. And then if they, if they choose to go that, which they are, now we control that with a special permit because we're going to give them the opportunity to build plans for residential by allowing the overlay. And then we get to look at the plans and decide if we like it or not in the special permit. So much more control versus mm -hmm. zone changing the whole area. It's almost like a spot zone for that one spot. 
Okay, I understand. And what in you're the city, saying. we don't like spot zones, but this is a full free hit. Yeah, it, yeah. Well, and I think it's he he brings up a good question, but I think the question should be asked at the next meeting right. uh, when you come to it. Why he didn't go that route? He, he okay. requesting that that route. Yeah. I, I I prefer to see him answer that question to you in the public right. hearing because we can all say what we believe and what's yeah. best, but it should come out of their mouth why they didn't go down that route. Correct. Exactly. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's better. Thank you, Councilor. Okay. All right, thank you. Go ahead, Councilor Costello. Just, just go by the mic, please. Thank you, Councilor uh, Balakir. They've indicated they want 24 apartments. Is that correct? No, we don't. Is that what the number we I heard? Well, it's no plan. No, there's no plan. The plans supposedly were being changed. Okay, okay. That's, that's why they're not here tonight. So, All right. But, but go ahead, Councilor. <clears throat> Um, if it's 24 or 12, how many bedrooms in each one? How many no, will no, have no three plan. bedrooms? Nothing, nothing right now. No, we no. can't. Unfortunately, we can't answer that because they're not here and I don't have anything for them. So that right now they're not here and the plans are being changed. Correct. So right now we have nothing. That's why they post specific. The yeah. Yeah. Approving right. the postponement. Right. Right. Okay, but tentatively, I kept hearing the, I think I overheard Mr. Krampus at one time, did mention the number 24, so that's why I was curious to see if that's going to be the number, if not, where where is this going to go, but it's too early at this point. Right. Okay. I just want to make sure that the residents are clear of what's happening here. That, that was okay. in the concept that they were proposing 24 right. studio apartments, but again, it, it wasn't a detailed plan. It was simply a concept that they wanted to bring to the meeting because I think they were more interested in showing how the the apartment building was going to be designed to reflect that it looked like the old Masonic temple. I think mm -hmm. that was really what they wanted to show uh, was that it would be, you know, it wouldn't be just, you know, a, a plain old building that would have some artistic value to it. Um, but that was what they presented. So I'm obviously hoping that they downsize that number. Okay. Uh, in their oh. revised plan. Okay. okay. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. So, no, I, we need more information. So, I, I know that, that, again, that's one of the reasons why they're not here. Okay. They're, it's my understanding, I was told, that there's a change. So, I, unfortunately, I can't give you anything more definitive, but April 26th, uh, that's the next scheduled meeting so that we'll have hopefully everything from our Levesque. Okay. Anybody else have any questions or concerns? Anybody on Zoom? Okay. Um, what I'd like to do is propose a motion to uh, accept, the accept the request of the applicant for a continuance until April 26, 2023, for the zoning meeting at City Hall uh, and Council Chambers. Motion All right. Okay. All right. I'll take a second. At, at 6.30. Thank you. 6.30. 630. Okay. And uh, Councillor Balakir, for transparency, you want the notifications to be sent. Should that be part of the the motion to make sure that that's addressed? Yes, we we'll mention that note with with proper notification to applicants or excuse me to butters. That is a Wednesday to. All right, Agnes, uh, before I write it up, could you uh, please take the roll? Balakir? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Pania Costello? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Yes. Zagorowski? Yes. Labrie? Yes. 
Okay. All right, thank you. Let me just give me a couple of minutes just to write this up, please. Thank you. Never had my knee done. Don't you go, Shane. Okay. So is, is Council Lopez not? Yeah, she said he said. She said yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Great. Well, I I think I heard something muffled, but I'm not sure. Thank you, Agnes. Got a break. Yeah, I said yes for this one and the next motion to continue it as well. All right, thank you very much, Agnes. Thank you. Okay, the uh, motion was to accept the request of the applicant for continuance until April 26, 2023. Zoning subcommittee meeting at City Hall Council Chambers at 6.30 p.m. and a notification of the meeting to be sent to all previous abutters. All right. And this will be referenced in the uh, April 4th uh, City Council meeting. Okay. Bill, Bill, be careful. Okay. Hey. Just mind your business, old man. Okay, item number 
yes. Oh, the vote was was uh, unanimous. Uh, everybody voted um, uh, in favor of it. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Item number three: uh, zone change application to apply the mill conversion and uh, commercial center overlay district for. 118,613 square feet plus or minus square feet of property located at 480 and 510 Burnett Road for the purpose of constructing a residential development with associated site improvements be located at the above reference properties. The applicant is Selma Realty okay. Inc. Mr. Peter Martins, 350 Cottage Street, Springfield, Mass. O one one zero four. Okay. Um, okay. Excuse me, folks. Can we just keep it down in the back, please? Because we're going to start. All right. Thank you. Okay. All right. Um, we also have a, a letter that was sent from. Uh, Guys, could you? We're being recorded, okay? Could you take it outside, please? All right, sorry. All right. Okay, so we also had a letter that was sent from Arla Vec Associates, and I'm going to read this into the record. Uh, this is a request for continuance, proposed zoning map amendment, 480 and 510 Burnett Road, Chickpea, Massachusetts, 01020, parcel IDs. 0294-00005 and 0294-00004. RLA project file number 160305. I'm going to read this into the record. Uh, dear uh, um, President Laflamme and City Council members, and this is dated March 17th, 2023. On behalf of the applicant, Selmar Realty Inc., so of Mr. Peter Martins, our office is hereby requesting that the City of Chicopee Zoning Committee continue the public hearing scheduled for Wednesday evening, March 22nd, 2023, for the above reference location. We are hereby requesting to be placed on a next available City of Chicopee Zoning Committee meeting agenda. Should you have any questions or comments regarding this request, please do not hesitate to contact our office at your earliest convenience. Thank you for your time. Sincerely, R. Levesque Associates, Alexandria, Ready Permitting, excuse me, yes, Permitting Project Manager. Okay, so again, um, similar situation as with the previous item on the agenda. Uh, the only item I have here in the file, uh, I'm gonna read this also into the record uh, before we open it up for public input. This is a letter from the planning board and uh, I'll read it as follows. Planning board recommendation, application of mill conversion and commercial center overlay district 480 and 510 Burnett Road file 22-3003. Chickpea planning board held a public hearing on Thursday, February 2nd, 2023. The purpose of the hearing was to consider the application of the mill conversion and commercial center overlay district to 118,613 plus or minus square feet of property at 410, 480, excuse me, and 510 Burnett Road 
Chicopee, Mass, parcels 0294-0004 and 0294-00005 for the purpose of constructing a residential development with associated site improvements. The applicant was Salmar Realty, Inc., <coughs> co Peter Martins. The applicant address 350 Connor Street, Chicopee, Mass. Excuse me. Let me repeat that again. 350 Connor Street, Springfield, Mass. 01104. The recommendation is approval. Voting for a favorable recommendation. There were three members of the committee. Voting for a negative recommendation was one member. So this uh, planning board recommendation passed three to one. Okay. So um, again, we have a similar situation here that the applicant is not here. However, uh, we're still going to have this hearing tonight. And again, uh, we're going to have the same ground rules that we had before. Um, you can come up to the mic. I'll ask that you um, give your name and your address and uh, what your pr uh, proposal or thinking is. And it's going to be limited to three minutes, please. Okay. And it's going to be timed. All right. So um, I think there are several abutters here or neighbors that have some concerns. So again, please uh, come up to the mic and please state your name, uh, your address, and uh, three minutes uh, to speak what's on your mind, please. And again, no personal attacks. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, my name is Richard Borbo, <clears throat> 481 Burnett Road, Chicopee. Um, I got this letter in the mail and it doesn't say how many units they're looking to put in. Mm -hmm. And I know you guys probably don't know the answer to that, but I did notice that it says um, for, um, 480 Burnett Road and 510 Burnett Road and 480 Burnett Road has the Dunkin' Donuts. <clears throat> are they looking to tear that down or are they looking to get rid of that and make it all units or? Well, again, um, my understanding, Arlevec is looking at making some changes, some modifications. My initial understanding was that 480, they were supposed to make some modifications or some upgrades where the Dunkin' Donuts is. And then in turn on 510, there was a, a proposal for some residential units. Um, but again, um, this uh, could be changing. But again, this is what I was uh, told uh, earlier. Um, yeah. So again, um, unfortunately, uh, because our Levesque is not here tonight, sir, mm -hmm. uh, we don't have any new renderings. It's my understanding that they were supposed to make some modifications to the project and try to be mindful of some of the neighbor's concerns. All right. So uh, unfortunately I can't give you any more information at that at this point, but again, if you have some additional concerns or what have you, uh, we'll make note of that. Do we have a date for the, the real meeting when they're going to be available? Is the date uh, picked out already? Well, again, uh, we're going to still have it at the same um, April 26th. Um, which will be next month, and that's um, that's when Arla Vec um, feels that they're going to have their changes, and they will have their renderings, uh, so they will be able to give us all a much better idea as to what the changes were. And one last thing, can we uh, can we be like the other people and have it all notified to us again and sent letters to everybody, correct, so that everybody's on the same page? Because yes, you know, I, I think it's a common courtesy to have Ab everybody absolutely. notified. No, absolutely, sir. We we believe in that at City Hall that everybody is made aware of what's what's going on. So yes, okay. okay. Very good. That's all. All right. Okay. Thank you. Okay. 
somebody else in the audience that uh, has a question or concern uh, to come up to the mic? Eric does. Okay. Councilor Dobas. Thank you. I want to thank my constituents uh, for coming tonight. Um, the developer claims that he's going to keep the Dunkin' Donuts and the mini plaza there. So that's what he claims at this time. He says he wants to tear down where Deegan's is now. And um, he didn't give me or any residents any number of units, so I'm not really sure either. Um, I just have two more questions. Um, I still have just a little bit of concern with this milk conversion, but I just, I'm sorry, Dan, just one last question here. So, uh, you know, at Burnett Road, we're always nervous about, about a bait and switch by developer. And I'm not saying this developer is doing that, but um, my issue is, right, there, there's a huge difference between business A and industrial and industrial garden. And four no votes on the city council will block a zone change from business A to industrial or uh, business A to industrial garden. Uh, but if we approve this mill conversion zone change, and they apply and they decide to do a business instead of residential and they applied for industrial instead of business a uh i believe they would need a special permit from the council which would only need seven votes right seven yes votes right so uh i would need eight no votes to block to block it at that point so that's that's kind of what i'm concerned about with businesses is how does this work how does businesses work with the mill conversion and overlay district Right, so it, it doesn't affect the underlying zone as it sits today, so that will remain as it is today. It doesn't jump from business A to industrial. If it's whatever it happens to be right now, so for example, if it's business A, it remains business A. So if the mill overlay is approved, all that does is it allows the residential development to occur on that, we're gonna assume it's business A property. It does not allow them to do anything other than what's on what's currently underlying on the business side but it does allow them to come before the city council for a special permit for the residential use that you that's allowed under the mill conversion so they can't flip-flop if it's currently zoned business a this vote has nothing to do with that underlying district if they want to flip it to industrial a they've got to come before the council and do just that okay i appreciate that so so they can't build something industrial no or something they have to apply for industrial zone change for that this does not okay. affect that at all it's only now what i will say is if it's currently business a they're still allowed to do whatever they want if it's business a and allowed under business a but they can't flop to another zone without getting a proper zone change before the council okay i appreciate that so this really only affects residential exactly this okay. only allows a, a residential use on a business zone property Okay, thank you. Um, my last question is, uh, so if they want to build high-end condos, uh, what's the difference between residential A and mill conversion? Um, I'm only asking this, the Lee Pouillot says that residential A would be considered spot zoning, but the city-owned Burnett Roadland is residential A by default. Right, I'd, I'd have to defer to him, but it sounds to me, it sounds to me like to the left of that, a couple door, a couple down is, industrial a but as far as spot zone i just don't have that information when we are here with our planner at the next meeting he'll be able to answer that question i don't i don't have a zoning map in front of me okay thank but you because they, they can't appreciate flop it. that's what i am sure of mm -hmm. thank you mr chairman i appreciate it and there, there may be a constituent of mine on zoom i'm not sure okay. i appreciate it all right uh is there a constituent of councilor dobas on zoom 
If so, please state your name and your address and uh, limit your comments to three minutes, please. Um, Chris, is there someone else here that that's trying to get through? Uh, yeah, yeah, Dave Rossi. Uh, yeah. Dave Rossi. Okay. Dave, are you there? Yep, I'm right here. Uh, my name is David Rossi. Uh, address is 106 Morrow Drive here in the city of Chicopee. And uh, I just wanted to take the time to say thank you to Dan, our legal, uh, for giving that explanation, as well as everyone uh, on the committee tonight, for giving a better understanding to the residents exactly what mill version, mill conversion um, permit would be, and um, taking the steps necessary to ensure that the residents and the city's citizens in the city, you know, are uh, are represented well. So I just wanted to thank everyone for that, and that'll be it. Okay. All right. Okay. You're all set then. Yep. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Any other counselors with questions, concerns? Okay. Counselor Costello, go ahead. On the mill conversion. Please, please speak oh, to the sorry. microphone. On the mill conversion, that's normally done um, in cities and towns, or is it done in other areas of cities and towns? When I think of a mill conversion in an overlay district, I think of some town like ours with a downtown where you've got the zoning as a uh, business and now you want to put apartments there so you do the overlay. Would that be what we're looking at here in a different location with Burnett Road? Right. So that's a typical use of the mill, mill overlay district. That is exactly what it is, but it is allowed throughout the city. Okay. So if it's a mill overlay district, and you're going to do the overlay part of it, it's only going to be used for housing. In other words, you can't use it. In other words, an overlay cannot be uh, noun housing. It's got to be, you got your business A, you're going to do the mill conversion, you're going to do the overlay, and that overlay would be for housing only. Correct. Okay, that type of housing, would that be like what uh, Derek Dobos indicated the possibility of condo, or would it be uh, residential C? Does it does it indicate specifically what kind of housing it is? No, that's in step number two, where those things are allowed. However, in order to be approved, they have to come back to the council for special permit. So right. you could do single homes, you could do duplexes, you could do an apartment building, but again, that's all subject to council approval on stage number two, which is the special permit. Okay, so I think I think uh, Mr. Rossi's correct in regards to the explanation that when you talk about overlay districts, you're talking about taking one type of zone and the government now has done overlays to increase housing, whether that type of housing would be for single family, two family, or multiple family, is that correct? Exactly. So the overlay is just what it sounds like. So you have your under underlying zone that stays constant. So if it's, for example, business A, it stays business A. You're just taking an overlay on top of it to say, in addition to what's allowed by right under the business zone that it's in, you're now allowing the possibility for housing. Right. And the fruition of the housing will only happen on stage number two, which is a special permit. Right. And at that stage, the residents are going to know what type of housing exactly that would be going into that particular area. Correct. Because 
you need to grant a special permit for that particular housing. Okay. That's, that's, that's a good explanation so that they know that there's no other zoning that's going to be affected except housing. But I think when the overlay districts came in, in 2008, and I know the city bought into that, and I think they got $600 for, for the overlay in regards as an incentive from the government. I do think that part of downtown was an overlay district. And that's going back to 2008. So now we're expanding our overlays from the downtown, which was done in 2008 for $600, into other types of neighborhoods, which we've, have we ever done it in any other neighborhood other than Burnett Road? I, I know Soldier On was one of them. The, the olds, was it the Red House Schoolhouse? Red, in Chickabee yeah, Street? We have done it. Uh, one of the schools, the old schools, was converted under the mill. Okay, line. but mill that conversion. would only be that would only be for that particular lot. Correct. Okay, exactly. I think the overlay district in 2008 was far more than one lot. I think it was an entire section. We're only applying yeah. it to the one lot. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So if I can, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, we did. A, we approved the overlay, the city of Chicopee, uh, the area we wanted it. From here, we went up towards your area, up to Burnett, wherever this general area. It's not just one area that the overlay was in. We're not approving another overlay. The overlay district was all approved by the city council. I would say seven or eight years ago we did that um, overlay, and it's, it does. And I know it goes down to wards four, up to six, and I think it goes a little bit into ward seven, and that's it. It doesn't go up to ward nine or ward one. It was started in this whole area right. and as you mentioned it's the whole area but it has to be approved for that singular plot of property well i think it's it's good for the public to know that the overlay district has been around for a long time and again i, I in 2008 is when i think it started all right thank you all right i'll say counselor yes okay all right any other counselors with questions or concerns uh, Council Lopez, any questions or concerns? No questions or concerns. Okay. okay, I think what I'd like to do then is uh, I'd like to mirror the uh, previous motion to accept the request of the applicant for continuous continuance, excuse me, until April 26, 2023, zoning subcommittee meeting at City Hall Council Chambers at 6:30, and notification of meeting to be sent to all previous abutters. Motion, motion. Okay, all right. All right, okay. All right, at 6.30 p.m. Okay, fine. Okay, so, all right. Okay, um, all right, Agnes, could you please call the roll? Balakir? Yes. Kushane? Yes. Vinia Costello? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Zagorowski? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you. It's uh, unanimous. And so let me just write this up.
Same thing. Look at that. Yep. My name. This was the easier meeting, gentlemen. It was still too long. Yeah. Really thought this was going to be 15 minutes. Never know. Of the discussion. We have nothing to talk about. Questions fell on deaf ears because there's nobody here. No. I'm back. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Agnes. Uh, the motion was to accept the request of the applicant for continuance until April 26, 2023, zoning subcommittee meeting at City, City Hall Council Chambers at 6.30 p.m. Notification of meeting to be sent to all previous abutters. Uh, the committee voted a unanimous vote. And um, the next meeting will be April 26, excuse me, I beg your pardon. Well, that will be April 26, 2023 20, for this, but actually this will be going before the full council on the 4th of April. All right, thank you. Okay. Um, Next item is uh, minutes of February 22nd, 2023. Motion. Motion to accept. Okay. Motion made and seconded. Okay. All right. Agnes, could you please call the roll? Balakir? Yes. Kushane? Yes. Finia Costello? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Sigarowski? Yes. Labrie? Yes. All right. Okay. Thank you. And uh, can I get a motion to motion adjourn? Motion to adjourn. Motion to adjourn and seconded. Agnes, please call the roll. Balakir? Yes. Kushane? Yes. Finia Costello? Lopez? Yes. Zigarowski? Yes. Lebrie? Yes. All right. Thank you very much. Appreciate everybody's help and support tonight. Thank you. Have a good evening.